a Shishkin Productions podcast. Hey, Sizzlers. Before we get into the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. We've been having some BTS conversations, some side conversations. Yeah, maybe we'll be able to reveal those in a few months, but not right now. I'll give you a hint. We're trying to turn the business into a ghost kitchen. That's the goal. Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Reel podcast. Welcome. Uh, this one may sound a little bit different. Uh, we are recording remote. It's, uh, you know, yeah. things happen, life happens, and sometimes you got to record remote. Alexi's, you know what I mean? Alexi's been overtaken. I got I got overtaken. I got, I got overthrown. Uh, so, yeah, Chris <laughs> is now in charge. And, uh, I mean, well, we'll get to it. We'll see how things have been going since he's been in charge. But yeah, I got kicked off. I got kicked. kicked I got kicked out of the. Uh, I'm like Tom Hanks in that movie, right? Was it Tom Hanks, or was it was, uh, was that Sully? I don't know which one I'm thinking of. I don't. I, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. You honestly. know, the one where he gets like literally. It's isn't that the the line you just quoted? Uh, I'm the captain. Oh yeah, yeah. The captain Tom Phillips. Hanks, right? Yeah, that's Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. But um, well, yeah. So I'm the Tom Hanks, and you're the uh, you're the pirate, which is pretty dope i'd say you know did did he play sully as well i think tom hanks was sully yeah i think that was his big breakout role right hmm. yeah sully i have no idea yeah, tom hanks that's when he first got popular was sully before that people didn't know who he was so that was his. yeah big thing. that's definitely it um look before we get into the show real quick let me go ahead and plug sizzle real live it is coming um i know you guys doubted me chris i know you doubted me but sizzle real gang yeah, the website a little bit SizzleRealGangTheWebsite.com is up and running. It is it's live. I'm pretty sure. It's beautiful, honestly. Yeah, and you can go there. You can RSVP for the show. Um, I think I only opened it up for 20 tickets. Uh, and they're uh, $6.66 a piece. So come through. <laughs> what What's the date on that? I believe it's August 25th. I think it's August 25th. It's okay. a Thursday. Is um, it a Thursday? It okay. is, yep. And uh, it's going to be a wandering bar, man. It's going to be a good time. I, if I were you, I would get a ticket. Not you. I'm not talking to you, but I'm talking to listeners. Can I get a ticket? <laughs> yeah, Chris is not going to be allowed in without a ticket. <laughs> Neither <laughs> am I. It's just going to be two mics on stage. It's going to be like our avant-garde interpretation of Neil Brennan's yeah. three mics. Well, I was going to say I'm sick, so I couldn't come to the office, but why don't we just plug the socials real quick and then we'll get to, you know, my absence. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, look, everyone should follow us at Cizreal Gang on Twitter and yeah. Instagram. Uh, we have this. We have at Gang at gmail.com. Send us an email. We got one last week and it was actually... A great starting point for a conversation. And of course, we have this is a real cold line. Do we even attempt to sing it? Yeah, I think we should give it a go. Um, why don't, why right. don't you start and I'll catch up? All right. Three, 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 three two, two, three, 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 three
Uh, How did that go? I think that sounded great. And, you know, I'm sure the, the listeners don't really care. You know what I mean? They know the number by heart at this point. They have been calling in. We are letting the uh, the voicemails kind of gather up so we can have one great episode where we listen to a few voicemails. Um, yeah. That's not- Recently, we're either having good, like, episodes are really well fleshed out, lots of content, or we're going into it willy-nilly kind of blind and just seeing what happens yeah we're doing it remote uh, without planning and we only have like 40 minutes to do it so yeah you're getting a quick one today um chris uh i'm sick i'm i'm, I'm sick i got the kofifi it happened damn bro um, yeah How you feeling i'm feeling okay i'm just uh you know sniffly and um in the mornings when i wake up my throat hurts a little bit but other than that i mean I'm, I'm all right um but I mean, yeah, I definitely I don't think I should be in the office or like going around people and shit. So I'm sitting this one out, sitting the rest of this week out. Yep. Um, and I'm not there. Our boy so. Vince actually, our boy Vince came in today. He's he's right outside. And uh, I, I I informed him of your diagnosis and he got real worried because he has uh, some sort of a shoot on Broadway on Sunday and he has to, you know, clear uh, a PCR test. And now he's kind of like, oh, shit, I've been going out. And it sounds like everyone's kind of it's going around. Oh, again. yeah. The Kofifi is back and it's back in, in a big way. Everyone's getting it. Um, and it's it's not fun. But the thing is, once you get it, you know, then hopefully you're vaccinated and you can kind of get over it and get through it. So um, yeah, get a week off work. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of a, I'm treating it almost like a staycation. I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto. Um, I just decided, oh, to, dude. yeah, I decided to get back into it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to play some Grand Theft Auto. Fuck it. Um, and it's, you know, I'm, I don't even play it. Like it's the real game. I just like go do dumb shit. Like, I'll go to the casino and bet on the horses. <laughs> it's just like, what am I doing? <laughs> Literally spent like uh, 45 minutes earlier today doing that. Not not good. Not a good look. And did you win money? You lose money? Oh, I won. I won. I started with oh. 20,000 chips <laughs> and I walked out with uh, 91,000. So I did oh, all right. man. Yeah. I'm supposed to go to the racetrack this weekend. Oh, really? Bet on some ponies. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if it happens. Oh, shit. Like real ones? The, the real, real horses? One. Yeah, the real ones. fucking tight. Real when one. we were in Vegas for NAB, we wasted a bunch of money betting on fake horses. So was, <laughs> we absolutely I did. Wish, I wish I could have had my GTA luck in real life, but it wasn't to well. be. Um, yeah, so Chris, so Vince came in today and he's he's concerned, but I think I think he's going to be fine with his uh, with He'll his be gig because I, I haven't seen him in, in like a week. So it's all good. Um what how's the rest of the the office been doing everything's been kind of everyone's holding on for dear life i i I heard it's it's, been pretty busy it's yeah tuesday and wednesday were both fairly packed like you know there were like four to five people in the office uh everything's been getting done everyone knows how to do their jobs today's actually the first day that it's been lonely i was here by myself for most of the day vince came in at his casual 3 p.m as he does Yep. And that's, you know, it's, it's been pretty uneventful lately. Um, at least as far as things that we can talk about on air. Yeah. We've, uh, we've been having some BTS conversations, some side conversations. Um, yeah. we're trying and to, maybe we'll be able to reveal those in a few months, but not right now. I'll give you a hint. We're trying to turn the business into a ghost kitchen. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> dude, dude, I was on uh, on Seamless the other day, and this place called Thrilled Cheese came up. And I was like, 
That actually sounds kind of dank. I want to I wanna get high and order some grilled cheese from Thrilled Cheese. Hey. I looked up the address, and I was like, oh, my God, this is right around the corner from me. How have I never seen it? So I, I typed the address in Google. It's an IHOP. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. They always, they're always doing that shit, dude. That's like one time I thought the name of this place was funny, so I wanted to order from it because it was called It's Just Wings, and I was just like, what a funny-ass <laughs> name. It's just like you... Uh, trying to like convince yourself it's okay to get this. It's just wings. It's like, just it'll wings. Be fine. It's just wings. Uh, it was it was Applebee's. So <laughs> I should change it to it's just I mean, Applebee's. Um, but you know that's that's the life we live. Everything is this weird dystopian, uh, like late capitalist uh, kind of yeah. hellscape. Any any way that companies can trick consumers into spending more money with them they'll do it dude uh, things are 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 dire right now like it's it's bad oh america's it's bad oh yeah it's really i bad. would like to we're, we're moving the here. company to dublin i wish man i want to we'll see we'll see what happens i think it would be great to get the fuck out of here though um so okay so tuesday was packed wednesday uh, was not as packed as though you said or something like that no wednesday wednesday was still fairly packed uh we had one fewer person in so katie was in on tuesday to do some mls stuff uh amy's been in both days uh now our intern flora was in i was there will was here but today for some reason everyone's kind of now here. let me ask you do you prefer the days when it's packed or do you prefer the days when it's empty because i i have i have an answer for this but i'd like to hear what you think it really depends but for the most part i prefer when people are here because when i come in and i'm the only one here and i'm working on something i i'm like i could just do this at home like there's no reason for me to be at the office today um yeah i mean in retrospect today's one of those days but that's just how it goes. Like yeah. I didn't know who would be in, and like by and large, if if other people are here, I feel like I should be here. But if no one's here, then you know. Hey, I mean, the way I look at it is, if you can do it at home, do it at home. I don't give a fuck. But for me, no, I know. But I like to be around people. Yeah, you yeah, know? I feel that. For me, I like I like a good blend. I like to come in, and this is I, it. Never happens. It happens so rarely, and that's probably why I like it. I like when I come into the office first. And I have like an mm -hmm. hour and a half or two hours to myself to get all of my like to get in the zone and get my shit done. And then after that, usually I've I've done so much that like by the third hour when people start showing up, I'm like, I'm chilling. I'm ready to like not really work. But that's actually my typical routine. Like I for the most part, I'm usually the first one in the office. And if I have something to actually get done quick, like it's due that day or early in the day. And I'll just knock it out first thing. And then once people start arriving, I can bullshit a little bit more, take lunch, yeah. whatever. I feel like this episode is going to be way heavier on office culture for uh, at least for the first half, just because like That's to fine. be very transparent, we have nothing, nothing to talk about. Um, yeah. So <laughs> here's another thing in office culture. I remember we launched this uh, a few, maybe it was like three months ago. We, I say we very loosely, we collectively launched the office beautification mission is what we called it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yep. That's something that I, I pride us on. I think that's a very cool thing. You know, we basically what that meant is we buy photo prints from all of our friends who we work with, who are photographers. We buy vinyl records from uh, musicians who have come on our other show rounds of sound, uh, 
you know, stuff like that. And we kind of place them around the office and the cherry, on, yeah. the cherry on top for the office beautification mission. It, it arrived this week. It arrived this week. You want to tell the people what it was? Sure. On Tuesday morning, we had a very early delivery. Uh, and surprisingly, it's not for inside the office. Uh, we have a, a little courtyard immediately outside our office. Me and Alexia can both look out to it from our, our desks. And it's really nice, but there's just nowhere to sit unless you sit at like this lunch spot across the way. And we don't want to be taking up their tables. They're going to walk over with a glass of water and ask us if they can take our order. And we, we don't want that. Right. So we ordered a picnic table we, and it was delivered on Tuesday morning. We did it. We ordered a picnic table. And, you know, I like to call this the phase two of the office beautification mission. It's where we start our sprawl. We start to sprawl outside of the <laughs> office. It happened last week when we put the jellyfish in the hallway for a second. Then we put the <laughs> then we put the uh, fucking picnic table out there. So soon, you know, we'll accidentally L sprawl into another unit. So so we had lunch at the picnic table the past couple days. But let me tell you, the very first day that it was there, we had two or three different visitors who we don't know. They walked out and sat at the table for like 30 minutes at a time yep. and took like video calls or conference calls, whatever. It's, and they just hung out there. Dude, I was t I'm telling you, we tried to do this last summer. We just never got around to it. But it was it's the move this summer. And I, I love it. I think it's a great idea. And right now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't been there, but it's just a, a bare picnic table, right? Yeah, it's just untreated wood. It's, I mean, it's hefty. Like, it is the size of an actual picnic table that you would find at a park or, you know, wherever. It's legit, I mean, but it does need to be finished. Yeah, the goal, needs... the goal is to kind of, I don't know, I guess sand it and paint it and then coat it or something like that, right? Is that what you would have to do to get it up and running fully? Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. Like, you could either stain it uh and seal it or i think we might be painting it pink yeah i think we, we're gonna pink. paint it proletarian proletariat pink and then i've i've been searching online how to do this but i can't figure out for the life of me the right search terms but basically i want to put like a almost like a, a mini plaque on it that like is either okay. metal or very hard rubber and it's screwed in there that has the logo and it says like what this picnic table is you know what i mean Okay, and yeah. and that has like maybe a QR code that you can scan to go to the the website. I think that'd be good because uh, like right now it seems like it's just a picnic table that the that management put maybe in. the that management put management in. would like, never look, management would never no they would they would never. none of these motherfuckers I, who own buildings in New York give a fuck about the people in them. No, of course not. But you know the people who they've been coming by. I want the you know we want them to know that. This picnic table belongs to Shishkin. This is us. We're not saying you can't sit here. We just want you to know that we're we're the ones putting it out here. Yeah. And uh, you know, give us a wave. We're just turn to your left or right and give us a wave because we're gonna be right there. I mean, and as as a matter of fact, it's not even that we we welcome you to sit there. We want you to come sit yeah. there because why why are we putting it there otherwise? It's 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 great. I mean, it's getting so many miles. I I, I love the picnic table. I think it's uh, it's a great. Uh, it's a great addition to the courtyard and you know slowly but surely we're but if, you, if you sit there if you sit there then we might come out and eat lunch with oh you. that's something you don't have any authority over that's know? a good we're, point we're, if we want to sit there and hang out with you we're gonna yeah you can't sit with us <laughs> <laughs> no they, no, no they, can stay. they can stay they can stay you could sit with us but why would you want to right 
Um, exactly. All right, let's let's do this. Let's take a quick break. There was a couple things that we meant to get to. We didn't get to them. Um, so we're going to go ahead and put them into the second half of the rundown, and we'll get there, hopefully. Uh, we'll be right back. Cool. Welcome to Rounds of Sound, the podcast where we go song for song with indie artists to find out their influences and the stories behind their songs. I'm here with Hannah Jadagu. The way I recorded my first couple of songs was all through my iPhone. We have Victoria Park. I was on Twitter as I am and was like, hey, are there like any labels who follow me who might be interested? It's the one and only Liam Kazar. Yeah, here's what I'll say. You gotta walk all your gear up and fly the stairs. Okay, yeah, that's, that's never that's, fun. That's, that's no fun. Check out Rounds of Sound exclusively on Spotify and find out the influences behind your favorite artists. That's Rounds of Sound. Welcome back, Sizzlers. Uh, you know, we, we went a little bit light in the first half, but I think that we have a, a, a solid second half. I'm, yeah. I'm just going through the rundown. I'm trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. And something that jumps out to me immediately, Stranger Things 4 finale. I actually watched it last night, so it will never be more relevant to me. So oh. I feel like maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down to talk Stranger Things 4 finale. So the reason I put that on the rundown is because I... So I almost gave Stranger Things... I guess this isn't the last season, right? Because there's going to be one more or something like that. There will be one more. I, th- I expected this to be the last season, but apparently I'm wrong. So I uh, I gave this almost the Breaking Bad treatment where, I don't know if you recall, but for Breaking Bad, I watched the first four episodes, and then I stopped watching it, and then I saw the last four episodes. So yeah, uh, Stranger Things, almost the same thing. I saw the pilot. <laughs> wow. And then I saw this. <laughs> You you watched the finale. I watched the finale. Yeah, I was like, well, who did you watch it? Well, with? Leah wanted to watch it, and I was like, all right. I mean, I don't give oh. a fuck. Like I said, I'll watch. I love Stranger I'll Things. I'll watch anything with people, but on my own, I don't care really to watch anything. Maybe The Simpsons. I'll I think it's a super super impressive series. I mean, like, I know people can get down on it for like plot holes and stuff, but anytime you're dealing with sci-fi, you just some things you have to be able to accept. You have to suspend suspend disbelief or whatever they call it yeah and uh th- this is one of those that i have no problem with doing yeah because the, produ- the production value is so high that the story it's trying to tell is so cool and like you never know what's going to happen next it was it was pretty cool um i will say like one thing that at some points i was like okay let's fucking move it along was all these conversations man it was like literally one-on-one conversations explaining like in a com in like dialogue the relationship between the people and how they feel. And I was just like, I guess this would mean more if I'd seen like all the episodes leading up to it. But you know, for me, it definitely would have, it definitely would have, but I, I will agree with you a little bit. So in this season, Every single episode, the the shortest episode, I think, was an hour and 20 minutes. And the finale itself was two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. So so they basically put out nine feature length films. Yeah, that's as, pretty insane. As part of this. Yeah. And, and, you know, it did take them three years. Granted, there was a pandemic, but it was worth it in the end. Uh, I will say that it was 
a little bit too uh, spread out, I guess, or like too drawn out. It was almost like watching an episode of Dragon Ball Z at, at points yeah. where it's like, all right, let's get to it. This could, this scene could have been half as long as it was. And, you know, part of it is just it's building drama and tension. It's it's a part of storytelling. But I, I did feel sometimes, yes, it, it went on a little long. Yeah, it was um I, like, again, I have zero. I don't even know the characters names. <laughs> like I still don't know. I know 11. <laughs> I did know. I did notice that 11 in this episode basically has the same face as Dave Krugman, friend of the show, Dave Krugman, literally 11 wow. and Dave. Oh Krugman, my God. I'm never going to be able never to gonna see, see it. it. It's like it's literally they share the same like facial structure. It's very insane. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a cool show and, uh, okay. One thing let's, let's go ahead and warn. There's going to be spoilers right now. If you, I'm going to go ahead and start a timer over here on my end. The spoilers will only go for the next one minute. So hit plus 30 twice, um, starting now. So the spoiler that I was going to talk about was how this fucking earth tears apart and it's like obviously yeah. some crazy crazy shit and the yeah. neighborhood or the whole town is like uh all right let's gather up at the high school it's like uh <laughs> no like th- this is bad like this is not an earthquake right? this is some crazy shit well yeah the man's got torn in half just call it an earthquake you know yep exactly it's kind of wild and well i mean it threw me off because they like the ground opened it opened up and then they just called it an earthquake like you can't look into it and see that it's like literally hell yeah yeah shit was uh so that was that was a part that i found to be a little unbelievable i know it's not supposed to be fucking believable but like um yeah the whole thing is that's how it is it's cool one question i had was just in general as someone who's never seen this show like the upside down like there's a hole, yeah. right, that goes to the upside down. So there's there's multiple portals. Well, this this hole that goes to the upside down that they went through was in an RV, correct? Yes. Okay, so here's my thought experiment. Obviously, this hole is creating trouble. Take first of all, why are these children the only ones who are going in there? Let's go ahead. We don't even need to bring. They're the, the only ones who really know about yeah, it. Yeah, so that, that's where they fucked up. So what they what we need to do is, and the adults who know about it are stuck somewhere in Russia. So we gotta work together to get the RV, drive it off of some sort of dock or some shit, or like he- hella lift I think it. Th- this one was a trailer. This one was a trailer. Not okay, trailer. Airlift that shit using a helicopter. Okay. Drop it, okay. In the, drop it in the ocean. And here's the thought experiment. Will the ocean just fall through into the upside down and that's it? The ocean, whole ocean's going to drain out into the other world? No. So actually... Uh, if you had seen a few of the episodes from this season, there is a portal in a lake. So oh, wow. it can, yeah, it can exist underwater. So there are no rules. It, uh, yeah, not really. I mean, there's, I think there's a portal in Russia as well. That's why they're out there as well. And it's mostly in Hawkins, Indiana, the, the fictional town. Yeah. And kind of the, the whole point of this f- finale, sorry, some more spoilers, uh, three, two, one, get out of here. It's the, 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 the monster Vecna is every time he kills someone, it opens up another portal. And if, if he opens up enough of these portals, then that's how the upside down can take over tear. God, yes, and that's it. what you're seeing. That's what you saw when that earthquake happened is he had opened enough portals. Uh, I see. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. This is one last thing and then I'll move on to the next piece of this rundown. But Vecna right that's spelled yes. v-e-k-n-a no I c i think it's c. c right yeah so the c character 
like the curly like C, the like character C. Sure. If you take that yes. and put it in Russian, it's the letter S. And the Russian Russian word for spring <clears throat> is Visna. So it's V-E-S-N-A. So okay. maybe there's something to do with spring, a rebirth of some sort. That's just my prediction for the at season five. Just going off. That, of that'd language. be pretty cool. I don't know what it's, is um, going on, but that's my prediction. So I'll tell you where, just so you know, where that name came from and where a lot of these names come from in the series is like it's the series starts out with the kids around a, a Dungeons and Dragons board game. And, you know, that's part of this season as well. And Vecna is a monster in Dungeons and Dragons, uh. I believe. And that's that's where they get these some of these naming conventions. I think you've heard, maybe you've heard of the Demogorgon. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that's of that. Also, yeah, that's from Dungeons and Dragons as well. So they, they kind of parallel each other a lot, the whole D&D thing. All right, so never mind. So maybe my, uh, my, maybe my theory is off. But... That's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. I I, I love hearing like the uh, the thoughts of someone who's seen two episodes. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? That's that's kind of I think it's a gift and a curse to not see these shows because sometimes you're like leaving yourself a great piece of art to like discover later. You know what? When you're more ready for it. Yeah. For example, Sopranos. Yeah. Right. Like, I didn't watch Sopranos until two like last summer i think or maybe it was two summers ago but it's like if i'd watched sopranos earlier like say say i watched it in college or some shit it wouldn't have hit mm -hmm. the right way it, it, i wasn't ready for it i was too young to watch it you know so like i think watching it now i, I actually really enjoyed it you know what i'm saying do you have any shows like that like famous shows that you missed maybe you still yeah. haven't even seen them yeah, it's it's Sopranos is a big number one for me. Probably Sopranos is there. The Wire, you know, I've heard so many good things about it. Now, granted, when The Wire originally came out, I, I was probably a little too young to be watching it, but still, I never saw it. Did um, I ever tell you my story about The Wire? I don't think so. I um, I kept hearing that The Wire was really good, and um, I was living in L.A. at the time, so I must have been like. 21 or some shit or maybe it wasn't LA maybe it was Portland I really don't remember but basically I had a job that required me to fly a really long way and uh, I was like you know what I, I have to fly like a long time on the plane I'm gonna download a whole season of The Wire and I'm just gonna watch that shit and uh, I'm gonna like the flight's gonna go by like nothing because I'm watching the show that's supposed to be really good so mm -hmm. I downloaded it I had it all um, and I, st I opened up my laptop to watch it like as soon as we got up in the air and I watched the first like 10 minutes of it and it's just because the quality of it because of the time that it was filmed and it hadn't been like remastered or anything yet and I must have just gotten like not a good download the, the yeah. quality of it was so shit that I was like well never mind not watching this show <laughs> no, to that, never watch that, a that single fucking second of it again. I um I've heard that it does take a little bit to to get going, but that it's also that weird era where digital video was really popular, but it wasn't fully fleshed out yet. So it's it's you can't remaster it in the same yeah. way that you could with film from the same era. Yeah. Um. So what else? What else for you shows you've missed? You know, there's a lot of. So I'm still like a season and a half behind. On Better Call Saul, there's some shows that are like more recent that I never have gotten around to watching. Like Squid Game was huge Squid Game. for you know last year. I didn't watch any of it. I think that's another one of those um, where I only saw the finale. <laughs> see, I I didn't even see that. You know, like I don't know anything about it, so I could look. I still haven't read the seventh Harry Potter book, but like 
I haven't read any of them. I, I haven't had it spoiled, uh, luckily. Uh, there's... I don't know what what are what are some other big ones through the years? You know, Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad. I've seen all of uh, Lost. Yeah, I never that. saw Lost. I don't care to ever oh, see dude. Lost though, really, because I've so, heard so that the finale the, sucked. I've heard that the, that it got exactly. crazy. That's the other thing is there are a few of those shows where I've heard that it's not worth the payoff, and Lost is one of them. So I've never even been interested. Uh, Dexter is another one. I believe they're bringing it back, or maybe they already brought it back, but I never even bothered watching it because I heard that the last couple seasons were so terrible. Yeah. And it, they say that about Game of Thrones. I still think Game of Thrones was worth the ride. You know, like I don't, I don't care about plot holes that much. I just want to watch. I just want to be on the edge of my seat until the end. Right. It just, it's just such a bummer that like that. I don't know that like there's a, just a couple shows that are so good and like once you've seen them it's like uh, do I even want to get into other stuff oh yeah if I if I could watch Breaking Bad again I, I I tried to I think during the pandemic I downloaded a season and I watched the first episode and I was just like man I don't know if I can like one commit to it and two like I already know what happens yep. even even though it's fun to watch again and I think it's an incredible piece of art like it just doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Now I'll tell you one that I, and then I'll leave it at this, but one that I could see myself, see myself going back and watching that I've never seen is Mad Men. I feel like I would actually really enjoy Mad Men. Yeah. I think I tried to start I it. an episode. I think I tried to start yeah, it when I, I was in college. I must've been like 19 and I was just like, ah, this is too slow. I think now I would actually probably same. like it. So I, I briefly interned at a place called Mad Men Marketing uh, when I was like 23, and I tried watching the series then. I think it was still on then, and I just I watched one episode, and I could not really get into it. I'm sure it's really good, and it gets better, but at the time, it, the pacing was just too slow. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, look. Let's see. How much time do we have left here? We probably got about 10 minutes, right? Um. Let's play this quick, this game real quick. This is a game I made okay. up at the last minute. It's called Guess the NLE. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what I wanted to do. I wanted to get a list of movies that were made in all the different NLEs. So Premiere, Avid, Da Vinci Resolve, Final Cut, and then maybe ones that were like on film or some some like old school shit. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't have enough time to, to get the research together. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I went ahead and... You know, we can we can play another version of this at some point. Um, but, you know, for now, let's do this one where it's going to be premiere and avid. Um, basically, the way it's going to okay. work is I'm going to name a movie and you have to guess uh, what it was cut on. Um, what? All right. What? All right. What? Uh, what's it called? What NLE it was cut on. So you have any uh, you have any, any 50 50 shot. You have any questions before before we start? Uh, do you have the dates of the when the movie was made available? Um, like I, I I vaguely have them in my head, but I'm kind of going with like um, the the you you'll be able to tell they're popular movies, so you'll know like okay you'll know which ones they are roughly. This whole thing is it's so weird because I I assume that almost all feature length movies are cut in Avid now, and I don't know. Even like going back 10 or 15 years, I don't know if they were still mostly cut in Avid then or if they were mostly cut in Final Cut at that point. And now I, I, I do know that some like major pictures are done in Premiere, but for some reason in my brain, I, I think if you're editing in Premiere, then you're probably like a smaller indie film. Uh -huh. 
And this is all completely well. Just I think a lot. I think a lot of people. I have no reason for believing. I think a lot of people feel the same way. You know what I mean? I know I feel the same way. To me, I think the bigger and the more like, uh, the older the brand is, really, the longer it's been around, and the more money they have, then I figured they probably were using Avid. But um, yeah, I. I I really should kind of do more research into Avid, but I've never bothered to fucking learn it. Just well, it's it. just like we. I mean, how often have Avid jobs come our way? A half dozen times, yeah, if that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if, I feel like if we don't go out to look for them though, because we don't. We know. don't. But we also we don't really cut long form stuff yeah, like true. that. We all the only long form thing we're cutting is the uh, the tree fort dock. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's going to be in premiere. Well, we'll see. Um, I don't. I, also, I just <laughs> realized I don't have a title for that yet, so I got to come up with that. Maybe we'll have a contest. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, all right, so why don't we go ahead and start with? You ever saw this movie? It's called Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. No, Hail I have Caesar. Not it's seen a Coen Brothers Caesar. movie. It's got uh, what's his face, oh, George Clooney in it. Um, He's always in all those. Yeah, Love Hail him. Caesars from 2016. Um, I believe, it, yeah, it's got George, George Clooney, uh, Scarlett Johansson. It's got uh, Channing Tatum, um, Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty, well, it's a pretty, pretty big it, movie. They always have those ensemble casts. Yeah, yeah, they always, they always crush it. Jonah Hill's in it apparently as well. Francis McDormand. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty star-studded cast. Um, what is your guess for Hail Caesar? Or ask any questions if you have questions. Uh, I don't really have questions. I mean, what, what questions are there to I ask? I guess if you, you know, look, if you brothers, do if you do better than 50%, you win. That's the rule. That, I mean, that makes sense. It is a 50-50 proposition. Hail Caesar, well, okay. The, the Coen brothers have been making movies for a long time, and they seem like they'd be a little bit more traditional in their approach, just in general. So I'm going to go with Avid. You're going to go with Avid? Yeah. That's wrong. That's wrong. Damn. Yeah. Wow. No, you didn't they get it. it in Premiere. Yeah. Hail Caesar was edited wow. in Premiere. Um, I That's... should probably do, I should have done a, a better job and like pulled up the names of the editors and stuff. Uh, I don't even know if this is really correct because my um, research was like all over the place. But uh, let me try to scroll through IMDb here and maybe find who the editor was. Um, sure. Film editing. I do think that's... Oh, they, they, edited, well, they edited it themselves. Oh, under, interesting. Under a, uh, a pseudonym, Roderick Janes, J-A-Y-N-E-S. So they actually edit the film themselves, uh, so but they if claim you a edit- pseudonym. If you edit under a pseudonym, can you still put the the ACE at the at the back or whatever? Hey, if, if Roderick Janes is, is an ace, you know what I mean? Is is a ace ace whatever certified whatever the fuck? I don't know what it stands for, but maybe that's what I'll do for know. the uh, for the um, the the untitled tree fort duck. You know, maybe I'll make it seem like it's bigger, <laughs> just bigger than it is. Okay, you know, sure. Um, all right. Um, that's that's surprising. I I am curious how like management and organization within a film like that goes in premiere because you know we actually last week we worked in the the team projects yep. for the first time and it worked really well and that makes a ton of sense for for like a film but i don't think that existed until a couple of years ago i don't know if it was around in 2016 yeah i i i don't think it was if it was it was maybe very beta um all right, let's move on because uh, we don't have too much time left here. The next one I'm going with is uh, the movie Gone Girl from 2014. 
It's directed yeah, by David Fincher, uh, starring, you know, I have Ben Affleck in it, uh, Rosamund Pike, Neil Patrick Harris, among others. Uh, Chris, you have any questions about Gone Girl? Mm, no, I hated the ending of that, but I'm sure that doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with the edit. Look, at this point, I'm af- I'm afraid to say premiere because if I get it wrong, I'm 0 for two, and I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna finish. So I'm just gonna go with Avid again. You're gonna go with Avid. Well, I can tell you what the music was by Trent Reznor, so I didn't know that, but it was edited. Dude, Trent Reznor has carved out a great little career for himself. Little, but uh, like post <laughs> Nine Inch Nails, he he composes for so many films and TV shows. Like it's super impressive. Trent, I'm, Trent Reznor's just, little old career. <laughs> I well, I, I just meant, you know, yeah. he, I, he goes under the radar because like at this point, Nine Inch Nails hasn't been relevant for a long time. Yeah. I bet a lot of people don't realize that he like he's just a composer for the most part. I now. mean, he's the second best composer in my opinion to Cody Martin. Shout out Cody Martin. Oh yeah, uh, it was Call edited in Premiere, so you missed that one too. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Maybe you'll redeem yourself. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight left. So, you know, you. you oh, that's a lot. Don't worry. We'll get we'll, fire? We'll, we'll get through them. We'll go rapid fire. The next one is a movie called uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. I don't know which okay. one of these this is. I know there's a ton of Jurassic Worlds. Um, looks like this is one from 2018. Yeah, that's the second one. Uh, I'm going to go with Avid again. You're going with Jurassic Avid World. for this one. Uh, yeah. Well, I got news for you, pal. What's up? You're correct. It is Avid. Okay, finally. It is Avid. Finally. You did it. You got Jurassic World. One for three. Kingdom, right. Look, look, batting 3-3-3. Three, three, three. That's that's a good batting average. It is average. a good batting average, but here's the thing. You need 50% to win, so let's keep it moving. Uh, all right. Oh, my God. I lose every game on this fucking show. Okay. We're going next up, uh, Terminator Dark Fate. So Terminator Dark Fate, um, we're in the part of, of the show where we're talking about uh, sequels and all that. This is the Terminator movie from 2019. Linda Hamilton makes a comeback. Sarah Connor once again. Uh, and... Yeah, this was directed by Tim Miller. Uh, what do you What do you think, Chris? Man, I don't even. I didn't even know that movie existed. I'm going with Avid again. That's wrong. It is in premiere. Have you guessed Avid for every single one so far? Yeah, <laughs> Damn, I figured like, if I guess Avid every time, then it might be fifty percent. Uh, oh, that's a, that's not a bad strategy, honestly. Uh, it's it's maybe not the most exciting, but it's not a bad strategy. Well, you know what? Let's keep okay. it on the Terminator train. This is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Oh, dude, there's there's no way that mm. it was edited on Premiere. I mean, Terminator Dark Terminator- Fate was edited in Premiere. Terminator Two: Judgment. Yeah, but Day. Terminator Two came out in like 1989. Yeah, but Premiere was started becoming a thing. Actually, Terminator Two: Judgment Day came out in '91. Uh, Premiere oh, must have started somewhere around then, right? Ninety. 90- no, I'm going with Avid on You're that You're going one. with Avid? Oof. You're correct. <laughs> it was Avid. All right, so, so yeah, far you've I, got two two tallies to your name. you got to get over 50% to uh, to win the game. Next up, uh, Ocean's 8. Not Ocean's 11. Ocean's not 8. Ocean's 11 or 12 or 13. We're talking Ocean's 8, the uh, 2018 film, the hit film with Sandra Bullock. Ocean's 8. Uh, you know, I'm... 
I'll switch it up now. I'm going to go premiere for Ocean's You're 8. You're going premiere for Ocean's 8. Oh, man. Yeah, why you not? You fucked up. It's avid. No, it's avid. God damn it. Oh, no. Chris, you're down two to two four. For six? Yeah, two, you're two for six two right now. Um, don't worry. Maybe you'll be able to come back. We'll see. We're going to go double or nothing from here on out. Next movie oh, shit. is The F- Florida Project. You remember Florida Project? Florida Project uh, was a 2017 movie. I think it won... Uh, won some Oscars. I'm pretty sure it was uh, yeah, directed by. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, directed by Sean Baker, and uh, yeah, I've never seen it, but apparently it was fucking amazing. Um, it was edited also by Sean Baker. Look at that. So, All what right. do you got? Avid Same. or Premiere? I'm gonna go with Premiere here. And you would be correct. Premiere. Hell yeah. Premiere it was. Um, and we said double or nothing on that one. So, does that does that mean I'm? I'm I'm tied up. You're you got four right technically and four wrong. Um, we're going double or nothing from here on out though. The next one is Godzilla vs Kong. Godzilla vs Kong. Okay. Uh, a smash hit. Everyone loved Godzilla vs Kong. Lots lots of smashing. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Avid. Holy shit, Chris! You are on a roll. That is correct. All right. Godzilla vs yeah, Kong. Let's go. Um, and now for this last one. Uh, this one's gonna be worth four points. Uh, we'll see if you can. We'll see if you can. Uh, well, it's not the last one. There's two left, but this next one is worth four points. Uh, the movie is oh, Dune. Shit. Dune. Oh man, that's a long ass movie to be editing on premiere. Huh. That's tough. Why would that? Why would that make a difference? I don't. I just feel like. I feel like Avid handles longer movies better. I, it feels like the type of movie that would have to have a lot of people working on it, like way more than normal because of how much footage there is. And it just seems like something that they would go with go with Avid for. So I'm going to say Avid. Uh, and you would be correct. You would be correct. Oh, you nailed yes. it. Wow. Right. What a comeback performance. What a comeback. I mean, you did you did kind of uh, say that this was going to be your tactic was to just keep naming Avid. I, you, you got here. I said premiere once you, or twice. You said premiere and, twice. Um, you did all right. You did all right. The last one. I don't think there's any way that you can lose. Um, but the last one is the Untitled Tree Fort Doc. Oh, it's and this is worth uh, ten points. It hasn't been edited yet, though. Yeah, but what's what is the director planning to edit this in? <laughs> I would, I would assume premiere. Was that your final answer? That's my final answer. Oh, tough break. That is unfortunately oh, wrong. No. You lost on the last question. How? Um, the untitled Tree Fort doc will not be edited in Premiere. I have the project right in the other yeah, room. Sources say it's that. Sources say it's going to be edited in Resolve. So, um, I, I you're just going to pump out an XML. Yeah, I'm just going to pump out one XML for every sequence. Let's start cutting. <laughs> um, let's get let's get to what we learned last week. What we learned last week. Uh, I learned that there in Grand Central Station, there is a tennis court. I don't know if it's advertised or I don't know exactly how to get to it. Fourth floor. But fourth floor. Fourth yeah. Floor. I, I, you go I, up I there, saw a, you rent the court and it's you got a giant window. I've always wanted to play there. Have you been there before? No, I've just seen pictures and videos, but I've always wanted to play there. Mm. 
You got them New York secrets. I got those New York secrets, man. If you guys want more New York secrets, sizzlereelgang at gmail.com. My, what you <laughs> learned, what, what I learned last week was uh, just this website called sketch.metademolab.com. Uh, in a nutshell, it animates drawings. It has a bunch of pre-built uh, animations what? for your drawings. So if you draw something, you can draw it on paper. You can draw it in Photoshop. You can draw it in Illustrator or whatever. You upload the PNG. You just tell it, I guess you tell it where the hands are and all that stuff. So it does the rig and then you can pre-apply all these animations to it. Seems like a, a pretty interesting little program to animate without knowing how to animate. That is pretty awesome. Um, all right, Chris, uh, I know you got to get out of here because you have a softball game to get to. So let's go ahead and uh, wrap this yeah. up. Uh, where can the people find us? Well, we're at Sizzleroil Gang on Twitter and Instagram. You know what? Follow Shishkin Productions on on what instagram and tiktok as well yeah. uh there's actually a lot of stuff our intern flora has been killing it yep uh and she's actually we've mentioned it but she animated a little 20 second clip of us on the sizzle reel maybe that's going to be a, a common thing moving forward maybe you'll see us in cartoon form if you follow us on social we are also sizzle reel gang at gmail.com yes. send us an email and we have also ask if you want ask send in a request for a New York secret. Maybe I'll send you one. Oh yeah, yeah. New York. Oh yeah, this is real cold this line. Is that what you were talking com. about? This is real cold line. Yeah, or, yeah. Call, give it a call. No one's gonna pick up. It's a cold line. That's a free New York Sleep. secret right there. Yes, absolutely free. If you ever need to just vent to a voicemail, maybe call someone else. No, I'd say but, go ahead. Go ahead and call in and vent. I mean, we might not put it on the show, but at least you got your yayas out or whatever as they say <laughs> um yeah the number for uh, that, that is uh three three two three three two three 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 um, other than that, I don't really have much to say except, Chris, good luck at the softball game tonight. You know what I'm saying? Hey, thank you, man. I haven't played in like six weeks, you know, rainouts, and I, bet I was out of town for a while. We had the networking event, and then I, you know, so many conflicts. Well, but tonight, going to hit a grand slam. Hell yeah. Next week, we'll check in and we'll see how you did. Um, if you have a, a, a bet or like a, a prediction of how you think Chris is going to do the softball game, it's gang at gmail.com or call in. Call in 332 333 4361. Give us a prediction on Chris's softball game. That would be a good segment. Um, <laughs> we're called the backdoor sliders. All right. I love that. Uh, next week, we're going to unveil a new segment um, about greatest moments in video history. Um, oh. Yeah, we're going to get someone on. We're going to get a guest. We're going to talk about their personal greatest moments in their career. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Productions Podcast.